Okay, between all this talk between Jesse Smollett and MAGA country, MAGA meaning make America great again, I decided I don't care about none of that. I'm going to start my own campaign. I'm going to start promoting my own ish. And from now on, it's not about Jesse and it's not about MAGA. It's about MACA. M-A-C-A. Make abstinence cute again. If not make abstinence cute again, make abstinence cool again. Either way, that's my new campaign and that's my new slogan. I see myself as an activist. I have it on my page or the page for the podcast, which is Fire Chapel on Instagram. I see, I am. I, I feel that way. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to speak up. I'm not afraid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got respect for everybody. But also, I do so much love the First Amendment freedom of speech. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like you should exercise it. Um, find a way to say it in a positive way, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like everybody has an avenue and a space to say just whatever the fuck they want. Like, when I went back on Facebook last year, I, I remember I put this long post up and a lot of people liked it because I just was typing from my heart. And I said, um, this white box keeps asking me what's on my mind. And I was like, you know, you're asking the wrong person that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just going to fill that box with like a bunch of stuff and I'm going to say something. But I really want to say something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't just want to get up there and just start clowning the girl that, uh, you know, I think likes my crush too. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or things like, you know, the, the um, superficial things that everybody thinks to put up. So much power you have in your voice, so much power you have in the things to say, and you know you don't say it. So what's wrong with make abstinent cute again or make um, abstinence cool again? You know, I feel like we should talk about that in a society that's changing. I feel like that's important, and I feel like it's important not only just to people in my generation, because this is not an age thing. And even if it was an age thing, I want to hit my young sisters first my young princesses and trainings to be queens you know what i mean because in this day and time oh when i tell you high school today is not like high school when i went to high school honey it is completely different and when in the, the sad thing about it or what it is is like every generation that goes through high school is always going to have to deal with some kind of a pressure or some kind of oppression or whatever even myself but I feel like as the generations are going on, it gets worse and worse and worse. Like, I thought I went through the worst of it. But these kids are going through different times where they're going to come up and, like, peer pressure is going to be 3,000 times worse to them than it was for us when we were in high school. You know what I mean? And you just got to, like, think about those things. And I think that while it's okay for a lot of people who are sexually, I don't want to say promiscuous like some people are promiscuous and some people are comfortable comfortable simply means like I know who I am I'm comfortable in my own skin and I know what I like I know what you know what my preferences are whatever and I gravitate to that but then you know you have some people that you make feel like they're abnormal because they're not moving at the speed as everybody else is moving and and so at the same time, while it's okay for the ones that want to be moving quickly and doing what they want to do at a different millennial pace, you still got to respect those over here on the side that might not be ready for that. 
And people need a voice for that. You need somebody, somebody's going to need to be able to be the voice for those people to be like, no, wait a minute. It's okay to hold on. It's just like my queen Janet Jackson said, you know, let's wait a while. You know what I'm saying? So we need a let's wait a while person to come out and open up their mouth and be like, it's okay to chill. You know what I'm saying? And I think like, I want to be the person (laughs) like, like, okay, look, I always say fire chapel for president at petlover.com. I mean, it seems like a joke, but I'm first of all, I'm a pet lover. It's not a joke. But if I could run for president of anything, I would if anybody would would vote for me, <laughs> if, you know, but in all seriousness, though, like, you know, you need that voice. You know, they always was talking about used to be talking about the YMCA and all these other programs and Big Brother and Big Sister. But those things are like important and you got to promote that. You know, you can't just be like, well, because you're past a certain age. You're, if you're not sexually this way or that way or always jumping off a bridge with strangers every night, that you're, you're a weirdo, you know. And I don't want to judge anybody that does feel sexually open and fluid and comfortable with who they are and say because you jump off the bridge every weekend and do whatever you're doing, that you're this way. Because if that's what you want to do, then fine. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's really not, not my decision. It's your decision. So I thought with this movement, you know, you can make hats and you can make like buttons and things of that nature but you know it's one thing don't think what i'm saying about especially about the young kids is so far-fetched because i remember when i was in grade school as far as sixth grade i remember doing it by ll cool j and i know y'all know what doing it is i ain't even showing my age like it's the first time together and i'm feeling kind of horny conventional methods of making love is kind of obvious ah, i want to hit your doctor ah, don't get me started child i knew all the lyrics and all the words in sixth grade, me and all my homegirls, we knew all the words. We weren't even having sex. And I'll never forget that my aunt, um, I, remember, I think I mentioned in the episode about the um, 21 Savage, I was telling you that they all came over, my aunt, my mother, and my uncle. She came here so young, my aunt, when she was like seven to eight years old, that she doesn't have a Haitian accent at all. And my aunt lived in the South, so she's so twangy when she called up here. She'd be sounding mad like country as hell. So she was like, hey, girl. <laughs> She's like, what you listening to? She used to always call me and just catch up with me. And she's always been cool because she's about 12, 13 years younger than my mother, which makes her more like um, could be like a way older sister than an aunt to me. So she's like, what you listening to now? What you listening to? And I'm like, you know, I'm listening to LL Cool J and I was telling all the people like, um, um, what do you call it? So for real and all these other people. And she was like, OK, she was like, but what you mean, LL? She's like, you ain't listening to doing it, is you? And I'm with her twangy ass. I'm like, yeah, I'm listening to doing it. She was like, you know the words to doing it? I was like, mm, I knew all the words. But by the time my aunt was asking me, I was like, mm, a little bit. She was like, you know, do you understand what they're talking about? Yo, my aunt started to get real on the phone. She said, do you know what they're talking about? I'm like, um, I knew. But I'm like, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I just, I just like the beat, you know, like some shit like that. Like the video's nice because I could tell that my aunt was gonna be like, "Girl, what the fuck you doing, singing, doing it? You know all the words, like <laughs> you know what's doing it." As a, it's our first time, and shit, child. Listen, so you could only imagine these girls these days, you know. And so there's videos that go out on the vine and stuff like that, and these kids is popping and twerking. It's cute. Don't get it twisted, but it's like it's just too early and it's just way too young. So. What is wrong with Mecca? I mean, I'm just trying to go with Mecca. I'm really thinking. All right. So I was thinking about like low key running for mayor of my block. I don't want to take over the mayor of my neighborhood or my town as of yet. That's 
I'm trying to do small and work my way up. And so the reason for my first initial reason for wanting to do that is because my neighbors have this terrible habit of having to call the police every now. Listen to me. First of all, I live in the city. I live in the borough of Queens, but I also live on the borderline of Queens and Long Island, which means that it's extremely city suburban, which means it's extremely suburban before it's city. That's why I don't have like a corner store in every corner. And I don't have a liquor store in every corner. It's like you is everything is super spaced out. Except for, thank God, the supermarket is like right around the corner. Now, I'm saying all that to simply say that the amount of times that they call in the police makes absolutely no sense because of the part of town that we're in. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not in the, um, you know, the most, you know, I guess you could say like direst parts of the city where like every time you turn around, you need to be calling. But I guess it's like domestic violence and things like that. And I know one neighbor for... A fact has a child who has um, I guess you could say a health issue that maybe three times a year she does call that I don't mind you understand what I'm saying but other than that I don't know if people's ODing in their fucking house you people can't handle your vices or what because every time you turn around now the problem with this is this like sometimes people be chilling in their cars they got their people they come they smoking in their cars some people like it's a lot of people out here on my block we got like terraces on the second floor like a balcony type of set and it's a lot of people be out there they be smoking because they don't smoke inside maybe they got kids or whatever some of us know how to turn off our uh, uh smoke alarm anyway <laughs> the bottom line is things be going on out here so before you know it like one day i was minding my business i started cracking my window open i was getting ready to mind my business and chilling you know what i'm saying and all of a sudden yo mad lights just i was like yo what is going on it's like 50 motherfucking car cars i'm like i ain't gonna lie because there was a problem in the house like three four houses down but that's the first things first that i'm taking care of as mayor you motherfuckers can't be calling the motherfucking police without niggas knowing you got to be able to let us know you got to call Nigga, you gotta send a smoke signal. You gotta send a pigeon carrier, motherfucker. Have a child come out and knock on everybody's door and the, motherfucking knock on the fucking week or shit. You gotta do something. You cannot just be hollering and calling out police, knowing damn well motherfuckers on this block be doing everything that they be doing. We need to know when they coming. I'm gonna download the motherfucking police scanner app because I just need to go when 12 is around. Because 12 out here is crazy. I swear they on coke or something else. And I'm not, I don't mean to insult you if you be skiing and shit. I'm just saying, them niggas is on edge. I don't even think it's coke. I just think that they just scary because of um, the fact that they just scary. Look at them. Look how they be killing niggas for no fucking reason. You know they scary. They didn't choke Eric Garner to motherfucking death. A Kai Gurley, they shot him to death because they opened the door. He was coming down the stairs with his fucking girlfriend, excuse my language. And then because he got scared. He shot and he ended up shooting an innocent man for doing absolutely nothing. So we know that they're scary. N- nigga, I don't need they scary. If they scary asses is coming around here, you need to do, we need a call or we need an arrangement. That's the first thing I'm promoting as motherfucking block mayor. Second of all, I ain't taking this whole motherfucking block. This block too goddamn long. I can't see all the way the fuck up there. I'm taking from half this block all the way down to where the fuck I can see. Second of all, I'm out here and I am going to be promoting myself every motherfucking day. Anybody is more than welcome to come and run against me. But I have a good chance that these crazy motherfuckers think that I'm crazy, so they're not going to come run against me. Which means that I will win by default. Do you hear me, Chavo's Corner? (laughs) 
And I will let all of them know if you're not going to come out here and face me like a man or a woman and stand up for your block and what you believe in and, def- and battle me and the things that I'm saying, then I will win by default. I'll make sure that they know that that's the decree. So when you see me out here, motherfucker, and then they're going to come knocking on my door and shit. Listen, they be like, listen. Knocking on my door, I'll be like, yes, hello. They'll be like, hello, Chapo, I heard that you the black mayor. I'll be like, that's right. They'll be like, I just want to let you know that the garbage people when they come, I'll be like, that ain't my problem, bitch. You got to call 311. <laughs> fuck out my face, slam the door in there. Get the hell out of here. I'll tell you the first things first. I don't think I'm telling y'all know when the fuck the police is coming. I'm going to get the best police scanner I can get, a bullhorn, a pigeon bird that is well trained to carry. Smoke signals, bitch, and drums. And I'm, that's all I, that's all I'm gonna fuck I'm gonna do. And the only thing else I'm gonna do is watch your children and y'all pets. Anything else above a certain age and under, I don't give a fuck. If you're 18 or older, anything happening in your ass, I don't give a fuck. That's on your ass. Babies, elderly people, pets, and police. The fuck I'm looking out for. That's it. The fuck I look like. As far as I'm concerned. And y'all gonna let me know the mayor when the police is coming. If the police hit this fucking block, especially this part of this block, and I don't know about it, I'm finding niggas. Fuck out of here. Don't call 311 on me. Don't call de Blasio or Shirley McRae on me. That's the mayor and his wife. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, nigga? <laughs> nah, we're real talk. Because when I told you to come out here and debate me, and I told you when our election day was on this block, you ain't come out here. Shit. And all the babies on the block going to love me because come summertime, I'm buying, a, I'm buying a whole ice cream truck. What up? Yeah, what? <laughs> what up? What? Y'all lose. What up? Your kids is with me. How about that? I got all y'all kids with me. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> yo, parents be looking at their kids like, yo, I cannot believe you ate one of Chapo's icicles off that truck. They be like, but Chapo mad cool. Like, she, what the fuck? Yeah, what up? Chapo got clowns and cotton candy out the motherfucking park. Don't you talk about. Shit, y'all kids ain't got to go to no motherfucking daycare. Take them to the kids. I'll, I'll buy a whole block up take care of these kids. Shit. I get the best chefs from the hood out here. Make some cornbread. Make some, make some wings for them babies. You know they love chicken nuggets and some fucking french fries. I'll babysit y'all whole kids. Chapo for president. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> Shit. And you think it's a joke. But please don't laugh. Because over here in New York 1, they be having New Yorker of the week all the time. And they probably go down to like the shelters and they feed people on the homeless and stuff like that. My sister is very active in that. My older sister. I'll talk about it one day. I'll talk about family strains and stuff one day because that's important to talk about. I know people go through that stuff. I haven't really touched on that. But um, my point is, you know, and they pick New Yorker of the week based on the things that they do. And in some instances and in circumstances and segments... They have um, times where they share with certain boroughs and certain, I guess you could say cities and suburbs in those boroughs where they have their so-called mayors of the city. Now, obviously, New York City have one mayor. That's Mayor de Blasio. And his wife is Shirley McRae. Okay, that's our first lady. She's a black woman. And also, you have, though, in between inner communities, people that just get crowned and christened out of love and respect and honor as the mayor of their so-called borough. And I'm just saying, I'm going to crowd myself that. Now, I don't know if that's actually going to happen. Like I said, that was just like a dream. And I really just got frustrated because I just feel like every time you turn around, the police is coming. How, what's wrong with y'all? We got to be together as a community. It's police 
in community against community. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. <laughs> like, and I'm gonna see nobody get locked up. Yes, I called 311 on my neighbor one time, like I told y'all, because they had parked dead ass. Their, their company parked in my driveway backwards, disrespectfully, and all of that. But I, you know, I didn't know that it was my neighbor to the left. I actually liked them. I, I would have never thought in my life that it would have been dumb. You didn't even knock my door to ask me. And even if you did, I might would have, you know what I'm saying? It all depends. I, I don't even know that I would. But my point is, um, we got to stick together. They coming on this block. You know what I'm saying? They might come from one thing. Next, you know, they smell something coming out. This person car. You know what I'm saying? Next, you know, our neighbor or somebody else is going in or whatever for this other bullshit. We got to stick together as a community. And I just feel like if... Maxine Shaw, attorney at law on Living Single, was able to become Alderwoman Shaw. Why the fuck I can't make myself um, Black Woman Chapo style or whatever. And that's all I had to say for that, I guess. And um, I'll see y'all next time here on Chapo's Content.